Hey, and welcome back to the Practicing Alchemy podcast. It's your host, Allie. Um, Thank you for joining me today. Also, I wanted to say a quick thing. Uh, I'm still working on the nuances of this microphone and the program that I'm using with the audio. So I feel like last week's episode came out a little bit wonky. Um, So thank you guys for listening anyway and bearing with me as I learn all the stuff. Um, So this week, I wanted to talk about friends. Everyone probably has at least one, even if it's just your mom. Um, My mom is my best friend, so that's how life is sometimes. But I wanted to talk about how different friends play different roles in your life. And this is something that I've discovered and sort of been saying for the past couple years now, although I didn't really discover it in a nice way, if you know what I mean. Sort of discovered it sadly, frustratingly, angrily. But I think this also applies to like all other relationships, like family members, um, romantic relationships, like everyone in your life plays a different role. And what I mean by that is not just like, okay, I have this lady who birthed me. She's my mom. Like that's her role. I mean, like everyone offers something different into your life. For instance, if you guys were listening last week, you heard me talk about this really good friend that I met a couple years ago, and she's become sort of like my rock. Um, She helped me through a really hard time, and now we are just super close. And that's what I mean. Like she offers me this incredible new view on life. She's a little bit older than me, so she offers me a lot of guidance. She helps get me through tough times because she knows a lot. She's very wise and she knows a lot about the world and the same kind of stuff that I'm trying to create. She's already created or she has a great opinion on it. She loves to research things. So if I have a problem, she's the first one to research it. She's incredible at nutrition and wellness, you know, so I go to her with any things that I have wrong with my diet or I need fitness tips or whatever. So that's kind of her role for my life, you know? And also she's a huge dreamer. So when I have big dreams, like creating this podcast and creating my Practicing Alchemy brand, she was one of the people who really helped me take that leap, you know? Dare greatly. If you're a Brené Brown fan, you know what I mean here. But then I have a childhood best friend who we've been friends since preschool. And we're still friends now. And she has been a rock for me in another way, you know, a constant there, knowing that I will always have her as a friend. Like we are just so tied together. Our families are tied together. Like she's more than a friend. She's my sister. So she plays an entirely different role as well. She's more of a realist and she shares some of the same anxieties that I share. So when I need to rant about something going on in my life, I'll go to her and she'll kind of logic me out of it or, you know, give me great advice about it, how she would do it. So two incredible friends that I have that are both so close to my heart, they both offer an entirely different outlook on life. And I need them both, you guys. Like we need all of those kinds of people, not just I'm a dreamer, so I get to surround myself with dreamers. No, you need someone to bring you back down to earth. Same thing if you're a super like logical, realistic, straightforward person. You need some dreamers in your life to like help you let loose every once in a while. So that's kind of the thing I wanted to talk about today is different friends in your life and the different roles they play and how long they're going to play that role. 
you know, I have this idea that things are only meant for you for a certain amount of time. You know, some things are meant for you forever and some things are meant for just a short period of time in your life to teach you something. So sometimes friends fall into this as well. Like I said, I have a friend who I've been friends with since preschool. Gosh, I'm saying friends a lot in this episode, so sorry if it gets annoying, but I don't know another word for it, and I think it'd be weird to try and come up with another word, so friends, friends, friends it is. Um, anyway, I've been friends with her since preschool, so we've been friends for a really long time. You know, I moved away from my hometown. We stayed close. I moved again to another state. We stayed close. I went and played soccer overseas. We stayed close. I maybe see her once a year, if that, once every year and a half, two years. And she is still, to this day, my best friend because we make it work. You know, we put in the effort. But there are other people who I've been friends with. For instance, when I played abroad, my first season, I had some really great friends. I met some really great friends who I was super close with who got me through that time of being away from home, having my first professional contract, all that. And we were so close in the moment, like tied at the hip, you know? Is that the phrase? I think so. I don't, anyway, attached at the hip, that's it. <laughs> okay. Tied at the waist? I don't know if that's one either. Anyway, we were close, okay? And now those friends were still friends, but we don't talk as much. We don't hang out. We don't catch up very often. But that's okay. I have no bad feelings about those people. I just realized that I needed them for that specific time in my life. And now, not so much. Now, I'm okay without the stuff that they offered. Then, doesn't make sense for me now. Do you get that? Yeah, so friends don't always last. And everyone knows this. Like, everyone has had this happen to them or have heard about it. But it never feels good whenever it happens. I have another friend. Wow. It sounds like I have so many friends, but like I'm literally listing them all right now. So we're at three and that's probably, I have about two more and we're there. So anyway, I have another friend who's going through stuff of her own uh, with her friends. And, you know, I'm here trying to be a sounding board for her saying like, you know, same thing I just said in this episode, friends, friends don't always last. They play a certain role. I'm trying to help her get through stuff like she's moving away from home. And that's hard when you move away from home. You kind of really find out who your true friends are because they're the ones who constantly check up on you, who want to see you before you leave, who put the effort in to make sure you guys stay close. And then there are some who won't. And that's okay, too. You just know what role that person plays in your life now. But I was helping her through this just by being a shoulder to cry on, an ear to listen. I'm making up my own idioms here. And then it happened to me, like just happened to me. And in saying that, I probably shouldn't be doing this episode when I'm hyped up on emotions about it, but I feel like this is the best time to do it because... I'm in my emotions about it. So let's get into it. I have a really great friend. And this past week, I don't know what has happened, but we've lost contact a bit. And I am so stressed about it. It was eating me up all last night. I'm so frustrated. So I reached out to my friend who had that just happened to, and I was her shoulder to cry on. And I needed her shoulder to cry on this time. 
it was just like one of those moments where you give this awesome advice and you're like, dang, that was great advice. I definitely knew what I was saying. This is totally going to help. And then it flips and happens to you. And you feel like your advice was so unhelpful. You're like, oh, why did I say that? Like, that's, that's only for her though. That doesn't make sense for me or that's only for them. It doesn't, it doesn't pertain to my life. So now I'm stuck in this, like, oh man, all the stuff I've been spouting for all these years. And now it's coming back to me. And now I have to own it. I have to own this advice that I gave and use it in my own life. So that's where we're at today. That's what we're struggling with. But in saying that, during all of this madness I've been feeling the past 24 hours or so, a little bit more, I've also come to the conclusion that, conclusion, oh my God, conclusion, that you have to be picky about your friends. And that may not be a huge surprise to anyone listening to this either. Like, of course, you should be picky about who you surround yourself with. But when I say that, I mean, like, I firmly believe that you should expect from your friends what you put into that relationship. You know, Um, some people are not great at texting. I have a friend who lives in Sweden. Shout out to you, Yulia. I don't usually name drop, but I think it's really cool that I have a Swedish friend. And she is the worst at her phone. Love her. Love her. She's great. She spent last Christmas with us, my family in California. She's one of my greatest friends. But she's so bad at her phone. But I know that. You know, she is super busy. She's just, she lives in the moment, not on the screen. You feel me? So I deal with that. But at the same time, I know that if I was ever in trouble or if I needed her, she would be the first one to jump on a plane and come over and help me, you know? So it doesn't have to look the exact same, but the effort has to be there. And the knowing where you fall in these people's lives has to be there, you know? I know. I'm a great friend to her as well. I know I'm up there on her top list of friends and people she would do anything for. So having that mutual understanding is so important. But that goes for the people who play those very significant roles in your life. Like I said, friends play roles and some of these roles are very strong. They are, you know, as if we were talking MySpace, they're in your top eight people. Sometimes you have a top eight. I have about a top five. Anyway. These people, though, in my top whatever, who are my, who I consider my very best friends, I expect a lot from. And I think I should because I also give back that effort. I had this thought the other day. My partner has been helping me so much to create this brand and my book. And she's just been amazing, you guys. Shout out to Stacey. You're the best. Another name drop. I'm getting frisky today. She's been so great. And I had this thought in my head that just came through out of nowhere. And it was like, gosh, I just don't deserve her. And then a second later, I was like, hold up, woman. You don't deserve her? Why would you not deserve her? Of course you deserve her because you put forth this same kind of effort for her. It doesn't look the exact same way. But the stuff that you do for her, emotionally, physically, whatever, like, you put forth all of that effort. So of course you deserve the same in return. And that kind of spiraled into this thought process of like, you deserve great friends. If you are a great friend and you put all this effort in, you deserve the same kind of effort back. And it doesn't have to look the same. 
it can come in a different way, like love languages wise, you know, it could be different. Maybe you give a lot of gifts and your friend does a lot of things for you, acts of service, but it has to be the same kind of effort. So I do think you should be picky about who is in your top. And I do think you should expect friends to do certain things. On the flip side, there are other friends who don't have those rules. There are some friends that you know you could never have a deep conversation with about your anxieties, you know, about life. But if you ever needed to laugh or you ever needed a lighthearted conversation or someone to go shopping with, you could go to them. And those are the kind of friends that you don't expect as much from. You know exactly what role they play in your life and you respect that role. You don't require them to give more than you're willing to give. You know, sort of like the golden rule, treat people the way you want to be treated. It's the same thing kind of with friends, like put in the same effort that you're going to want back from them. So finally, I want to talk about just being honest. I think that I have a pretty good handle on my emotional spectrum, albeit it's very crazy. I kind of understand where it falls and what I can do with all of this emotional energy. So as much as I hate having conversations, like hard conversations, I also think that I'm decent at them. Like I'm brave enough and courageous enough to have them because I know that they are so, so necessary if anything's going to get done or if I'm supposed to feel better. I think we all need to just like strip away this like pride and ego we have and like discomfort with ugly conversations and just dang have them. Like if you are feeling a certain way about a friendship or relationship, you have to talk about it, you know, even if it doesn't feel good and it's terrible in the moment and you guys are yelling and fighting, like on the other side of this ugly, messy battle is peace, you know, is tranquility, is an understanding now of where the two of you both feel, not just you, but the other person as well. So we have to really be brave and share, share how we're feeling share what's bothering us or on the other side, what we're loving, what we're appreciating, like what we respect about the other person. But it is just so important to share these things to get to the other side. Like I said, it's hard. It feels gross, but you have to get there. Otherwise you're just stuck. For example, I, uh, my mom and I, like I said, best friends, we have a lot of hard conversations and it's not always been easy. For instance, in the last episode, when I talked about the really tough time I went through and I was depressed, I had to start seeing a therapist and I got on antidepressants and this was all new stuff to me and super new stuff to my parents because that didn't really happen back when they were kids or younger. You know, that wasn't a thing. People just threw a Band-Aid on it, rubbed some dirt in it, got over it, you know, but that is not something that Allie can do. Let me tell you that right now. But I know that. So I don't do it. I don't just try to glaze over it. I have to really dig deep. So after going to therapy, I realized I needed to just be open with my emotions and let my parents know how I felt, like my friends know how I felt and just stop hiding that I felt really shitty. And I needed to talk to people about that. So even to this day, sometimes it's hard to do that, but I know that I need to do that for myself and I need to do that for others because they deserve to hear how I feel. My mom and I went on a road trip this summer and I was just 
not feeling good beforehand. I was missing my partner. Uh, she lives in Australia and the virus has made it so that we cannot see each other right now. So I was struggling with that. Um, I was struggling with my soccer season being canceled prematurely due to the virus. I mean, a lot of us were going through stuff, are still going through stuff, but I was struggling. So before the trip, I just told my mom, look, I'm super excited to be doing this road trip with you. I think it's going to be a blast, but I'll have to tell you that I don't think I'm always going to be happy. I think there are going to be some days where it seems like I'm sort of just muddling through. And I want you to know that overall, generally, I'm super excited to be doing this, but I may have some moments where I don't seem excited and I don't seem like I'm having a good time or I'm extra quiet and in my head. And I just need you to know that that. I'm struggling a bit emotionally and mentally, but I'm going to do my best to be present. And it was not fun to say that. I didn't like saying that. It doesn't necessarily make me feel weak, but it doesn't feel good, you know, to know that you're struggling and to be able to admit that out loud to someone. And my mom, God bless, she's the best if you ever need someone to talk to or, you know, to listen. She just is like the epitome of a mom. Just incredible. Anyway, she said, okay, I understand. Is there anything I can do when this happens? And that's it, folks. Like you need people in your life who do that. Just hear what you're saying. Don't push it. Don't pry. Don't try to get more. Just hear what you're saying and offer to be there for you. And that's what I said. I said, you know, I don't know what I'm going to need in the moment. I just need you to know now that I don't want you to take it personally because it has nothing to do with you. I'm just going through a lot of stuff and I just need you to be there for me to stay up in your optimism and your positivity and just love me a little extra on those days. You know, I think from all of this, that's a great thing that we can take is just love everyone a little extra because you never know what they're going through. And sometimes it's hard to share stuff, but we have to share you guys. That's what this life is all about is human connection. Like my uh, bio says, like we're alchemizing this human connection into something brilliant. And that's the aim is to take all the stuff we're learning, all the stories and make something magnificent out of it. So that's my episode today. I'm coming up on 20 minutes exactly. So I just want to say thanks for listening. I hope you guys got something out of this. And I hope that you can use some of the things I've talked about today to help grow and build your friendships and relationships. Um, quickly before I leave, if you have any topic suggestions for podcasts or you just want to let me know what you're thinking about them, you can shoot me a DM on Instagram at Practicing Alchemy. You can hop on my website, practicingalchemy.com, send me an email. Also, you guys, I have an ebook out, How to Be, and I just finished creating the paperback version. So yes, now you can get my book in print, hard copy, sent to your house. I'll write you a little note. It's going to be awesome. I'm working on them right now, getting them printed and sent out to me so that I can ship them out to you guys. So they'll probably be available to ship starting around beginning of December, but you can pre-order them right now. I'm only making a limited number of copies because I love the earth and I'm not trying to make so many copies and kill a bunch of trees. So hop on my website, buy the book, pre-order it now and get it by Christmas. Love it. All right. Thank you guys for listening. I love you all. God bless.